up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, virtual marketing coach and fellow creative soul, Miranda Rodriguez. In this podcast, you'll get expert marketing guidance that you can implement on your own, and you'll learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast, episode number 117, What to Do When Your Business Plateaus. If you like what you hear, please be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening, to leave a review, and to share this with your business besties. Feel free to let me know you're listening as well. I love getting feedback from you all. It's <laughs> it's always fun um, and sometimes surprising to see what resonates most with you out of these episodes. And when you're ready to create a marketing plan that works for your schedule, plays to your strengths, and feels just feels good to you, something that you can trust and you can implement and feels aligned, then let's chat. You can schedule your free 30-minute consultation at marketinguninhibited.com or find me on Instagram and send me a message there. Um, And just a quick reminder, I do daily journal prompt episodes. They are not every day. I'll say almost every day. (laughs) Um, And you can check those out wherever you're listening to this episode. To kick off today's episode, I want to give a quick shout out to Jenny Zelke, the owner of Illuminate Space, and Christina Hobbs, the owner of Beautiful Chaos. They are two business owners and sisters who started a podcast called Small Business Sisters, where they share all things business growth and personal growth. And the reason I'm giving them a shout out is because they are two of the most loyal listeners of this podcast. I've And also I've worked with Jenny. She's been a client of mine for <clears throat> over two years now. I want to say that we always get this confused. I think it'll be three years this December. So we're coming up on three years, I think. Anyway, we have we have worked together for a long time, and I know Christina, her sister, through her, and it has been so fun um, just to to become friends with these women who are on a similar journey, and to be able to support them now as they do this new thing in their business. Um, and their podcast is great. It is highly relatable, very educational, and it's hilarious as well because they're sisters and they're both moms of three boys. So of course the stories are endless. So go check that out wherever you listen to podcasts, Small Business Sisters with hosts Jenny Zelke and Christina Hobbs. Okay. Hi, everyone. What is going on? I took a couple weeks off. Maybe you noticed, maybe you didn't. Not a big deal. Um, This is an example why of why to batch your content in advance so that if you're having an off week or your schedule, I just feel like someone took my planner and lit it on fire for the past couple of weeks. Um, You have an exceptionally busy week or maybe an emergency at home that your content stays consistent. So Thank you so much for being here and coming back. Um, And this is also a really great example of how taking time off doesn't kill your business or even slow its growth. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. So often in business, the messaging and the programs we are sold and the goals and plans we create 
all revolve around growth, which can lead us to unreal, unrealistic expectations in our businesses in the long run because we think it always has to be growing. And it's just simply not true for a couple of reasons. Number one, every business and every industry has cycles, which means they all have slow seasons. And I feel like I need to say that again for people, especially those of us that struggle with the slower seasons or take take the slow seasons and interpret it to mean something about us or our businesses not working hard enough or not working out or not being right and, and hit the panic button immediately like, okay, what can I do to change the way I'm doing business because this isn't working? So again, I'm going to reiterate this because I feel like it is a very important point to take home today. Every business and industry has a cycle, which means they all have slow seasons. And number two, as the business owner, you get to decide how much growth you want to achieve and what that growth looks like. Do not, you do not have to accept anyone else's definition of growth for your business in terms of what that growth should look like in the long run. I saw a quote recently that said nonstop growth is called cancer. And I don't remember who said it, so I apologize. Not my quote, but the quote reads, nonstop growth is called cancer. Constant growth, continual growth without plateaus or rests or dips or breakdowns or time off is a disease. This is not something you want for your business. It is not a sustainable business model. I know we've all seen the memes shared on Instagram, all over the place, Facebook about, and you've probably heard the podcasts about entrepreneurship and how it has peaks and valleys, ups and downs, the meme with the line that like goes straight and then it's like, and then entrepreneurship and it's like a squiggly like mess. Um, there are loads of entrepreneurs out there reminding us to take rests and to take care of yourself. Meanwhile, they continue to post every single day and not take time off or they post their business's highlight reel 24-7 and it seems like they must be doing well and having sales all year long if they're posting about all of that good stuff, right? If they have the energy to do that consistently, to show up consistently, and we can, we've talked about consistency before, and actually um, I had the pleasure of sitting down with my friend, Stacy Mitchell, who is a, she is the consistency coach and I have been featured on her podcast and I'll be sharing that with you guys next week to talk about being consistent with your marketing. Um, but let's just focus on this for a moment. So if all you're seeing of an entrepreneur's on Instagram is their highlight reel, it's not all true all the time. Your business is not an Instagram highlight reel 24-7. If that's what they're choosing to promote, 
for their branding or their marketing purposes, then that's their choice. But that doesn't mean that they don't have slow seasons or off times or down times or days where they just don't feel like it or that they don't fail or that they don't hit their goals. Everyone has to go through those things. It's not enough to talk about the seasons of business, especially when business slows. We have to be about it. We really have to embrace those downtimes as opportunities to rest, recharge, and make a plan that will carry us through the business times when we don't have time to plan. Because here's how it works. And I know because I go through it, but I also hear it from all of you. Sometimes you're so busy. Most of you listening, you, the artisans, the makers, anyone selling a product especially, you're busy during the holiday seasons. And you know, after the kids go back to school, September, you know, August probably dips, September maybe is all right. And then you start getting into October, November, December, and things are like you're riding this high and you're busy. And maybe you do well in that type of environment. Or maybe not. You feel like you... You're so busy, you don't know where to look. Or maybe your family life gets sacrificed a little bit. Time at home is sacrificed a little bit more because you're spending more time in the shop, right? So you just have to pay attention to those cycles. I think I kind of lost my train of thought there because I went on a tangent, but (laughs) I'll bring it back. Um, So I wanted to let you know that If you're in the first year or two of your business, you're still figuring out your seasons. That's it. First two years of consistently working in your business means you are still figuring out your business rhythms, seasons, cycles, whatever you want to call it. And we're in a fact-finding stage. And this is why most people, like, you know, when you hear about entrepreneurship and people taking the leap out of their part-time job, a lot of people will tell you not to fully quit that day job or that part-time job at this point because you don't know yet what's going to happen with your business, what the demands will be. Um, It's good to have the belief that it will be successful while also not putting the pressure of trying to force an income out of your business when you're just starting to figure out what that business looks like. This is why I have all of my clients, you guys have heard me say it a thousand times, track their monthly numbers so that after a year of collecting data together, or maybe you've been doing that on your own, a year, two years, three years, we have a big picture to analyze and then we can plan accordingly. Let's take the month of July, for example. So I know a lot of the local storefronts and my business too, a little bit, are slower compared to last year, but you can't analyze your business numbers in a vacuum. You have to also consider or at least be aware of some of the external, especially economic factors. And in this case, in the past two years, of course, we're talking about COVID the past year and a half. Um, So last year... At this time, COVID dipped a little bit, right? Like people were feeling comfortable. We were out of the complete lockdown. 
People were feeling comfortable coming out of their homes. Businesses were opening back up. And June and July saw a spike of support for small businesses. And people were, because people were motivated to get out, they, they wanted to support their local businesses and their local restaurants and their local entrepreneurs. And so they were motivated to do that. This year, with the vaccine and restrictions being lessened even more so, especially with the travel restrictions and people feeling comfortable traveling again, um, people were motivated to go on vacation, to get out of town and do something fun, especially when the kids were out of school. It was such a long year for the teachers and the parents and the kids and everybody else um, that I this people are traveling. They're enjoying their summer. There are always natural plateaus at all stages of life. So of course there are business plateaus. When you climb a mountain, part of the thrill of the climb is seeking the view at the top and the feeling of accomplishment that comes with getting to the top. That's the reward for the climb. So why then would you rush through enjoying the top, enjoying that part. If you've ever been to a mountaintop, you know that it's a party because everyone up there made it to the top. That's where people hang out. They take pictures. They delight in the view. They eat snacks. They pause to celebrate the moment before stressing out about how they're getting down or where they're off to next. It is a celebration of their own personal strength. What an accomplishment. You made it to this point. But when we climb the mountain that is achieving a business goal, we don't give ourselves the time to pause and celebrate. We sell ourselves short by saying that this climb was good, but not good enough. So on to the next one. Or by getting to the top of our mountain and looking around to see that the entrepreneur next to us has gotten to a higher, more beautiful peak. So we think. And that keeps running around, keeps us running around the hamster wheel again and again to go after something else, something we might not even want, but that but they have it, or they tell me to want it, so I guess I should keep going. But what if you don't have to? What if where you are in business right now at this very moment is where you're supposed to be? It is perfect for you. And you are so stressed and so overwhelmed that you're not able to see the opportunities and the lessons that you could be learning in this moment, right? Don't let this moment pass by worrying the time away. And I'm sure we've all been there before where we like have an hour to do something and rather than just like buckling down and working on whatever it is we need to work on for that hour, we stress away that hour. Maybe we scroll away that hour on Instagram. Maybe we like create some narrative, busy ourselves with something else so we can say like, see that time, I didn't even have that much time, right? My schedule has been all over the place lately. So I've been dealing with that a lot. So I have a few questions to ask you today. Number one, are you t- taking other people's vacations personally? Are you making the fact that other people are taking vacations right now in this time where people want to travel and they're traveling more and they're maybe not shopping as much locally at the moment, are you making that mean your business is a failure or that something's wrong with yourself as a business owner or your business or your marketing? 
take a second to analyze that. Again, this is why tracking your numbers is so important because when we look back, July 2022, when we're analyzing your year of numbers and we see a dip in July 2021, which is an uncharacteristic dip for you, we'll say, what happened? What was going on at that time that made things dip or spike? And in this case, we can say pandemic travel. I know some of you have been dealing with some personal, some familial issues. That always impacts your business because you're the one running the business right now. And then number two, I want you to look at where you are in business right now. Look at the goals you've achieved and ask yourself, what would it feel like to stay at this stage forever? Do you want to grow the business more from here? At what point do you want to grow? Maybe right now you're like, I'm good. I just achieved a big goal. I want to stay here and enjoy this moment and just kind of wait and see what's next. Maybe you want to grow in other areas of your life. Maybe because with the hustle and the climb to the top that was the goal that you've achieved or wherever you're at in life, you you sacrifice some time in some other areas, your personal life, your family life, your self-care, your own enjoyment in your own hobbies. Not everything you do in your life, not everything you create as an artisan and a maker has to be for sale. You can do things because you love to do those things. And then number, th- number three, I want you to ask yourself, Have you celebrated this moment? Have you given yourself time to pause and take it all in, to reflect on the journey and to evaluate how you feel having arrived here? Or did you just breathe through it to keep moving upwards or to keep up with the competition, right? Why aren't you allowing yourself to pause? Plateaus during climbing a mountain are the most fun They allow you to evaluate how far you've come. You get to look back and be like, wow, we climbed all that already. And then you can look ahead and say, yeah, we still got, (laughs) we still have some climbing to do. And you have a decision to make, right? How they allow, so these plateaus, when you're climbing, you get to evaluate your climb that far to rest, to recharge, eat a snack, drink some water. Maybe take some photos, document the moment. And not every person on that mountain stops at every plateau, but everyone stops at one of those plateaus when they need to, right? There were times we were in, um, we were hiking in Red Rock and we would just breeze through a plateau because we were feeling good. We just, we're going with the flow, like we don't need to rest right now. And then there were other times where we paused for a long rest. We sat down, ate a, a bar and, you know, had some water, snapped some photos, like just really took it all in before we got to the chop. So what do you need right now? Is this plateau a comfortable one? There were times where they were like people making camp on plateaus of these mountains, like hanging out with their dogs, taking naps. 
Is that one of those moments for you? Or is this, uh, nah, I'm going to keep it going. Either way, make sure you stop for just, just pause for a second to evaluate how you're feeling. And then number four, if you've decided you want to keep going on this climb, you want to grow more, that this this isn't it wherever you're at for whatever reason, and no judgment either way, right? <clears throat> There's a lot of, I feel like I have seen, because I, I follow a lot of things in the coaching industry, but a lot of rhetoric around having like a million dollar business or a, you know, a six figure business or whatever it is. And, and those goals are nice if that's really what you want. Um, so you just have to decide what you want. So if your answer is growth, I want you to answer the question, why do you want to grow more? Is it because that's what someone told you to want? Someone said the goal you had was too small. Is it because that's the way you feel? You feel like this goal was a, a great goal to achieve, but you're just getting started? Is it because you haven't reached that big goal yet? Is it because you love the thrill of the climb? Is it because you don't want you don't know what to do if it's not hustling to the top? Right? If that's your answer, like, well, I don't know what else I'd do. Dig into that a little more. If you weren't hustling your way to the top or you had a schedule that allowed for more freedom and flexibility, what would you do? Would your brain fill in your white space on your calendar with worry and anxiety and stress? Or would you go out and find a hobby or find, you know, reconnect with friends? I will tell you guys that since we've been doing more social activities, I realize like how much I love being an introvert. Um, so there's like two sides to that coin. You know, on the one hand, I love being home and sometimes because of my freedom and flexibility and my schedule that leads me to like get a little bit down at home where I feel like, what should I be doing now? You know, um, <laughs> I don't want to do any, I don't want to start a household project right now or whatever the, the thing is. And so I do get refueled, especially by my client meetings. And so this week, um, I have mostly local clients and oddly enough, they're all evening meetings. So I'm going to take some of those meetings, you know, in real part, in real life, we're going to go out and grab a drink. We're going to go out and grab coffee. We're going to, you know, I'm going to go to their office instead of meeting them on Zoom. And that usually really, really like refills me energetically, especially if I'm not feeling like inspired and motivated with the business. It's like really nice to reconnect with people. And I think probably after, you know, the past year where we've all been staying home so much, it just, it feels good when you work from home. It's nice to get out of the home sometimes. <clears throat> I also want you to question, like, are you trying to turn every hobby you have to into a money-making activity? That doesn't have to be the case. You're allowed as an artisan, as a maker, as an entrepreneur to have hobbies just because you fucking like doing that thing. <laughs> not for any other reason. You do not... Like, try to be aware of where you're putting some pressure on yourself, especially in the slow seasons. To You're forcing yourself to create other money-generating items. 
What if you don't need to? It's just a slow season. There's nothing wrong with your product line. There's nothing wrong with the services you offer. There's nothing wrong with your business or the way you're running it. It's just a slow season. We don't rush our kids through each age of their life, right? If you are a mom of older kids, I know you know that. That is a piece of advice I feel like a lot of mom gives to moms of, of little ones. Like it, don't, it goes by so fast. So I want to give that same advice to you about your business. Don't rush your business through its phases of life. And don't want your, rush yourself as a business owner through your phases of figuring this out. Most of us are first-time entrepreneurs or first-time, you know, maybe the only entrepreneurs in our families. So be patient as you progress through each stage. And just like the weather has seasons and child development has progression and regression, so do our businesses. Each season has a purpose and each phase has a lesson to teach us, but if you're too busy focusing on rushing through, you'll overlook them. You can't grow constantly. You have to plateau. Let it all sink in and decide which direction to go in next. There is no wrong direction. It's okay to plateau and it's okay to decide that the plateau you've reached is the highest you want to go right now. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for being here. It's so nice to be back with you guys. I will talk to you soon. Hi, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode, including our daily journal prompts, short mini episodes to help you get your marketing mindset right for the day. And if you're ready to commit to leveling up your marketing skill set, to growing your business, and to changing your life for the better, visit marketinguninhibited.com to schedule your free 30-minute consultation. Now go kick some marketing ass.